Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. And I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, a.k.a. The Word Church. And welcome to another exciting edition of Faith on Fire. Again, we're here to ignite one's faith on fire. And the scripture says, Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God. And that's for us believers. We're to have faith in God. And I understand that many of us don't have faith in God. We have faith in other things, but I'm reminded to have faith in God. I was also reminded what Jesus said to the disciples that were with him in the boat. He would, well, he said that on numerous occasions, oh, ye of little faith. And I believe he was saying, oh, ye of little trust, oh, ye of little belief in the one whom the father has sent. Oh, little ye of little belief in, in, in the power that now dwells in you. Or who you're associated with. I always tell people this. Once you reconcile, redeem, and restore back to God, you now have the ability through Jesus Christ, the ability to use God's ability. That's why we can pray and get answered prayer. That's why he says greater is he that's in you. That's why he says you're more than a conqueror. That's why he says Christ in you, uh uh-oh, the hope of glory. And we have to remember who we are in Christ Jesus. And as we do, meditate on the word, demonstrate the word, confess the word, speak the word, our faith is being ignited, meaning our faith is being developed. Yeah, and the we more to, you're in the word, the more your faith is going to grow. you got to be in the word. I was saying yesterday how people, they're too busy. They're doing other things except seeking first the kingdom. And part of the seeking first the kingdom is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only thing that's going to re- renew your mind or reprogram you is the word of God. you got to have the word of God. you got to... Have it constantly. You got to feed on it. Because here's the truth. The word of God is the only thing that's going to break the power of the devil in your life, See, in my that, life. And the way you seek ye first, you know, you talk about seek ye first. We're busy doing all the stuff we want to do or think we right. want to do. And <laughs> we don't have time for the word. Right, right, right. I'm, so, out now. I'm tired. I right, got time so to study. I'm, I'm too tired to pray. I'm too tired right. to read. I'm too tired to whatever. So what I is, don't have time. Because we're seeking first other things. There it is, right there. But but if you make it, see, you got to retrain yourself when you come into the household of God, into the family of God. 
you got to have a different set of priorities now. And it's first the kingdom. So you may have to change. You may have to get up in the morning and pray now. Get up in the well, morning. You don't turn on the TV first. You pray. Right, 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 right. You get up in the morning and read scriptures. Get you up in the morning acknowledging God. You don't open the newspaper first. You open your Bible first. No, unless there's a God story in the newspaper. You know, but I mean, that's, that's where most people find themselves. The first thing right. they do is they turn on the TV or the first thing they do is they open the newspaper when... If you're going to seek ye first, the first thing you need to do is open God's word. Well, in God's word it says, don't be conformed to this world. The world has conformed us to do things its way. God says, now you're in the kingdom. I want to transform you and reprogram you to do, to do the things the kingdom way. And in the kingdom, it's always that way first, that way or the highway, so to speak. And God wants, Jesus said it like this. He said, I don't do anything the father hasn't instructed me to do. I'm not just out here doing things on my own. I'm I'm praying. I'm seeking the Father's will. And then I go and demonstrate it. I go act on it. And again, that's what we're supposed to do as Bible-believing Christians. We're supposed to seek God's way. And I know a lot of churches don't preach about the kingdom. They, they, they preach about just salvation, which is salvation is a part of the kingdom, vice versa. They teach about church. They give you a church order and how to do things in the confines of the building on Sunday. They church you up instead of kingdom you up. Because if you have a kingdom mindset, because you sought that first, that's every day. You'll have an understanding that this is what I do every day. This is and, and again, the Bible doesn't call us church members. The Bible calls us kingdom citizens. And how do you get birthed into a, a, a nation? I mean, how do you get citizenship in a nation? You have to be born there. Jesus said over in uh, Matthew, unless one is, John chapter 1, unless one is born again, he cannot be enter, in the kingdom of God. Into the kingdom of so God. you got to get born into this kingdom. Just like you got born into in the United States of America, you're now a U.S. citizen. Well, when you get born again, you're now a kingdom citizen. And now you have to have a kingdom mindset. So your allegiance has to be more for the kingdom than it is for where you're a pilgrim at. You're a pilgrim, right? Yeah. yeah. That reminds me it of It is, story. right here. Um, and I cannot remember which Secretary of State it was, but it was sometime around 1950. And he would, before he would send the ambassadors for our country around the world to their country, to the country they were going to be at, he would give them a globe and he'd spin it around. He'd say, put your finger on your country. And they would invariably go and put their finger on the country they were being sent to. And he would say to them, no. And he'd turn around the U.S. and he said, that's your country. Right. And so we sometimes forget we're, we forget. we're members and citizens of the kingdom of God. First. We live in the United States right, of America right. in this body, right. but we are first citizens of heaven. If you, when you're born again. Right. And that's the understanding. That's part of the transformation. That's part of the renewing of the mind. And according to the scriptures, that's the truth. Now, now the fact is, yes, you might be residing somewhere in California, somewhere in the U.S., wherever your country is. But if you're born again, you're now a citizen of the kingdom. And here's another truth for you. Your name is written in heaven, in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's where that book's located. It I, ain't located in Washington. Our priority, though, needs to be the kingdom of heaven. That's why he says, seek first. Right. That's why he said, the scripture says, Jesus says, seek first this kingdom, this government, this way of doing things. And this way of doing things, the first part, once you get saved and after you get submerged in water, water baptism, you now are on a process of mind renewal because we got to train you how to operate in this new kingdom. That's why he says in Romans 12, I mean, 12, 3, be transformed 
by the renewing your mind. And previous to that, he says, don't be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to where you're a pilgrim at, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And over in Colossians, it says, we've been conveyed out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the son of his love, his dear son, Jesus. So that's where we are now. Like you said, the ambassador, the, the guy did to his ambassador. He had to remind him, no, this is... Your, yeah, country. This is your country. Yeah, this is now, where you're going. You're going to serve and, there, but this is your country. And speaking of that, I want to refer to a scripture over See, God in, sent us here to serve, but our right. country is this, the kingdom. It's the kingdom. Heaven. And look what he said over here in Matthew chapter 10. I'm going to pick it up, verse 7. And as you go, this is Jesus commanding the disciples. He said, as you go preaching, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, say that. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. But notice, first he said, as you go, declare where you're from. Or declare what's well, what's, what's here, what's see, invaded and, the kingdom of heaven. Right, and see what's key is all those things that you're reading that they were to do to heal the sick and all those were because the kingdom of God was at hand. That's right, right. We forget that. And we're representatives there, of there that kingdom. There are way too many Christians in America who have forgotten that the kingdom of God is at hand. And so now there is the power and the ability to do those things that were different. It is. Now there are other people who say, oh, that was just for the apostolic times. That was just for when Jesus said it. That's just for when Jesus was here. People aren't. He's here right now, and me. He, the kingdom of <laughs> God said, is here. The kingdom of God. The is scripture said it in Luke nineteen. It says the kingdom of Luke seventeen five. The kingdom of God is within you. Right. That's the why they could. De- yeah. That's why they could declare it, it, it's at hand. Right. Well, and actually, if you think about it, it was at hand because Jesus was with them, and Jesus gave them a command. But the fullness of the king kingdom came inside of us after the resurrection. Yeah, and that's when the fullness, remember, with Peter and them. It came on them, and they got a little bold with it. These same guys right here, they got really bold with it. So they were really giving it out after the resurrection. We understand what happened in the book of Acts. Well, that happened after. That wasn't just for that time. That was after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And he told, he still gave them the command to go. The command is still the same today. We have to remind Christians that the command hasn't changed. It's still no. go. Because here's the deal. People are being born every day. And they need to get born again every day. And it's our job as ambassadors and disciples to go and, and, and bring people into the kingdom. And the kingdom of God is at hand. And all those things that you just read are still here today and still available. It's the power of God that heals the sick. It's the power of God right. that raises people and changes people. It's the power of God that does all those things. And the power of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the power of God is still good. Too many Christians in this country have forgotten that the power of God is still operating, that it's the operating. power of God is still available, that God still wants to do the same things he's always done. And here's the deal. When you've forgotten that God is all-powerful, you'll start relying on another source. Hence, that's what we did. A lot of Christians, we start, Christians start relying on this secular government instead of the government of the kingdom. We start relying on that government to meet our needs. And any government that'll start meeting your needs is the same one that can take them away from you. And we ain't got to talk about that. That's a whole nother story. Right. They can take them away from you. So, but the kingdom. That plus the fact, where are you going to put your faith? You're going to put well, your faith in the government? You're right. Put your faith in God. Right. And Jesus said, over back in Mark 11 22, have faith in God. In, yeah, in God and his kingdom. He didn't say have faith in your government. No. 
and it, it and it didn't matter what government it was. He says, "Have faith in me." Right. We're to put our faith in Him. And that's the why we do this broadcast, Faith on Fire. We want to constantly remind people to have faith in God and develop that faith in God. You know, and as as we are here today, it's 2014, and another election's coming up. You know, the House of Representatives will all be changed out. Or uh oh, here it is. Here we go again. And and you know, that's what happens every two years. But even as Christians, people think, man, if we could just get enough Democrats in there, everything would be right. If we could just get oh, enough yes. Republicans in there, it'd just be right. I know people who. Who are saying, man, I can't wait two more years and we'll be rid of that president and everything can get back to right. Anybody who thinks it's been back to right or not right, right. because of the president of the United States right. is not paying attention. It's about God. But Christians say these things. Christians say, boy, if we can just get the right president in there, everything will be fine. You're putting your faith in the president, no matter who that president is, no matter what party Richard, that is. I was at an event this weekend in my community, a community outreach event. And another brother in Christ, I'm going to say he's carnal because of what he said. And he told, came up to me. He said, yeah, we just got to get some more Democrats in there. And once we get all those Democrats in there, we'll be okay. And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> I'm looking at him because I have understanding and re revelation about the kingdom. And I'm saying, no, we need to get some old kingdom folk. We need to go and make disciples. It ain't about getting a political party in there because that's what. The enemy made you believe this political party has your best interest at heart. No, God has your best interest that at heart. That plus the fact that that political party has its own best interest. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But God has our best interest. That's right. why Jesus said, have faith in God. Right. See, and, and all politicians aren't crooks. All, all politicians no, they're not. are bad people. But yet, where are you going to put your faith? Even if they're a good one, why put your faith in them? Even if the per your boss is a good boss, don't put your faith in your boss. Put your faith in God. See, and we got a lot of Christians. That's where their faith is. Their faith is not in God. It's in other, other things, things, other, other people. people. Yeah, it's not in God. And God says, no, I want you sold out, especially if I sent my son to be a, an atonement for sin for you. Scripture says we ought to be slaves to God. Since he died for us, we ought to live from him. Again, we got to live for him, and him and his kingdom are one. Yeah, we that's we got to get an understanding of kingdom minded, not church minded, because you know minded. church will mess you up. Some churches will mess you up in itself. You can get so hooked on just the church mentality that'll mess you up, and then you'll be thinking it's all about again the church service, well, following the rules. And, right, and this our seat. We right. always sit up front right here. That that's my song. I, I sing that song. No, it's about you think it's about dread, big hats. I and, that only happened in our church. No, that, no, they're singing my special. I no, 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 that's my son. No, no, you, you're playing church now. That's church service. We're talking about kingdom business, which happens hey, every Pastor, day. They're sitting down there in my pew. Can you move? Right, right, yeah, right, right. That's church <laughs> service, and we got it mixed up. And, and our as spiritual, mature people, Christians, believers, it's our job to go give. Look at this last verse right here. The latter part of verse 8. Freely you have received, freely give. Freely will you see, receive what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge. Him. He said you go give it out. And Again, freely the kingdom of God. Right. We're you, to give you, it out. You go and give it out. So us who are spiritually mature, we're supposed to enlighten people constantly. And I, I find myself always correcting Christians in love about kingdom, being kingdom minded and not. Because if you're not kingdom minded, you start having bitterness towards people, especially political leaders. I seen a post on Facebook the other day, another brother in Christ. And it's interesting, Christians are falling for this stuff. He put it up there, this guy's a tyrant and we need to get him out. He's messing up our country. 
Uh, back to what the guy said off the globe. Your country is the kingdom, fool. <laughs> that ain't your country. He's like they messing up our country. No, that ain't, your country is the kingdom. He thinks this is his country. No, your real country. We, the scripture said we have a heavenly. Oh, now there are people listening though that don't believe a word that you just. Oh said. no, I know they don't. They don't believe the I Bible. Mean, don't, don't get mad at me. It's I mean, the Bible. Listening to what you just said, and this is our country, and we can't let people mess it up. We have got to get past the thought that this is our final resting place. This, this is not is it. Our home. The kingdom of God is our home. Heaven is our final destination. Over in Hebrews, it says you're a sojourner. You're right. a pilgrim. We're, we live in a tent. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't think that it's an accident that talking about a tent, because when you live in a tent, where, when are you in a tent? Move. When am I in a We're camping. When I'm on the move. Right. But I mean, like we go camping right. and we put up a tent. And everybody knows we're not staying there. Right. This, we're this on the move. A, this is a temporary deal. We're going to be here for a day or a weekend or a week, whatever. And then we're going to go back to our home. That that place is just temporary. Well, this body we're in is a tent. It's a, it's a temporary thing. And we are eventually going to go home. And this isn't And that's where we're going to spend eternity at, is right. at home. This is, Not here. And this You little, probably didn't bought you a little plot somewhere on this land. <laughs> think you're going to be here forever. I mean, you and your whole family. That's place, not the truth. This little time that we're on this earth will have seemed in, in terms of eternity that we were just like on a little vacation or whatever. We were just away from home for a little while. Right. And so then we will actually be... Yeah, this, this whole idea that... Oh, that's where my mother is, or that's where my father is, and that piece of ground over there. No, that's not where they are. But even Christians, uh, and they know that their loved one was a Christian, and they still say, "That's my there's yeah, my mother." Yeah, that's my mom's still over there. Right, right. There. No, you don't have any understanding. Again, that's what we're supposed to. Scripture said in Ephesians, He gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. The saints need to be equipped and perfected. In the knowledge of the Lord's will. We have to know what the truth is. And the truth is always found in God's word. And the truth and will again, set you free. And there it is. But if you never study the truth, Scripture says study to show yourself approved, you'll be conformed to this world and you'll have your own thoughts. Scripture says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, said the Lord. And my ways are higher than yours. It, so as the heavens are higher than earth, he says, so are my ways and my thoughts higher than yours. So now our assignment job is to bring our thoughts up to where God's thoughts are because he, he's thinking way up here we're thinking way down here he said no I want to bring you up growing to the head which yeah. is Jesus Christ See, we're thinking that who gets elected president is the most important thing or we're thinking who gets right. elected the house of representatives is the most important thing or we're ho we're thinking that whoever which party takes over the senate is the most important thing mm -hmm. and God's saying no 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 that is not the most important thing the most important thing is for you to go out in the Great Commission and tell people about me. That's the most tell important Tell them the good thing. news. Right. The, <laughs> the good, good news. news about him. Right, and, right. And that's the most important thing. Heal the sick, to see the blind healed, to see all those. those that's what's well, important. And basically he's saying, uh, allow me to work in and through you. Because like we said earlier, it's not us that Jesus even said. It's not me that does the work. It's the Father in me. He does the work. Same thing with us. It's not us. It's the Spirit of God. That works in and through us that does the work. That's why he just told us, he says, go and just declare that the kingdom of God is at hand. And as you're doing this, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have given, free, freely you receive, freely give. He said, freely you've been given this anointing, give it out. Give it out. And see, if we focus on that 
instead of all the other stuff we're focusing on, comes back to seek ye first. If we seeking this stuff, we won't be having time to get caught up in all this other crap that the enemy trying to get you to focus on. We'll be doing kingdom business. This was kingdom well, business. Yeah, if the devil can get you convinced that the most important thing oh, yeah. is to get the, the Democrats. Right, the right. You'll focus on that. In the Senate or that's what you're going to focus on. And guess what? He loves that because you're not telling anybody about the Lord. No, you're telling them about the next candidate. <laughs> right. <And laughs> he just loves that. He stands yeah. back and goes, man, you guys fight about that all day. Right. I got you. And I, I'm running the muck over here. So we're, be, we're to be about the Father's business constantly once we get born again. And for pastors out there listening, stop churching up people. Get them a kingdom mindset. Look all throughout the scriptures and in your concordance where it talks about the kingdom. The kingdom. That's what... Jesus came preaching. He says it in Mark chapter 1, verse 14. He came preaching the gospel of the kingdom, saying, repent and believe the gospel. All about it was the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And repent we stopped doing that. Democrat. You know, he says, repent no, I tell people I'm a Christian crat. I'm a Christian crat. That's what I am. I, I vote Except the kingdom. I elect, uh, I no, no, I, we, Jesus wins. <laughs> Remember, elect Jesus. I got some uh, yard signs for this mean, next election that's coming up. It doesn't say repent and vote Democrat. It doesn't say repent and vote Republican. It doesn't say repent and vote anybody. It says repent and believe the gospel. There you go. See, and yet, what do we do? And anybody can do that. But I mean, how amazing it is how we put other stuff. It goes back to that seek ye first. We put other things as the first place. We say this is the most important thing. That's the most important. And then we push God to the back. And I'm reminded how the scripture says God says I'm a jealous God. I don't want you to have anything above me. I need to be numero uno in your life. And that's why we call Jesus our Lord. Lord means owner. <laughs> right. My Lord and Savior. A lot of people want him just to be a Savior. They don't want well, him to be the Lord. Part, right, right, right. right. Lord. No, no, you're right, right. They don't want the Lord part. We got in our congregation, at our building, in our building, with this big banner that says, Jesus Christ is Lord. Because I want everybody to know that's who your Lord is. If you're in here, you received him as your Savior. He's not your Lord. And he's your owner. You've been, Scripture says, we've been purchased with the precious blood of Jesus. That means a lot to the Father, it does. And he says, with that precious blood, you were bought, and now you're not your own. So you can't just do what you want to do now. You belong to somebody else. I guess, yeah, you belong. I was going to say, I know slaves really understood that concept. I don't belong to him. They, they Actually, livestock and cattle do because they stamp on you. This cattle belongs to the double R ranch. And that's what happened. The Bible says we were sealed with the Holy Spirit as a guarantee. So we belong to Christ. So we have access to heaven. We have access to the kingdom. So if we, again, increase in the knowledge of the Father's will about the kingdom, we'll be more effective and we'll find out because the latter part of that, seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, this is the part I really love. And all things will be added to you. Oh, that's the good news right there. Not some things. All things will we'll be added, not started. subtracted, but added. He still had started all that about don't worry about what you're going to eat. Right. Don't worry about who's in office. You're going to wear. Don't, don't worry about who you're going to vote for. Don't, don't worry about. about stuff. Don't worry but about mama and them. Right. This other stuff is going to take care of itself. And that's been the problem, Richard, with the church. We ain't been seeking first. We've been seeking first everything else. And now all these things are added to we us. We seek riches. We seek right. fame. And then because you're not seeking first God's way to, to have all things added to you, you start... The world, through his system, he going to bring somebody to tell you he can get you some fulfillment. 
once we get him in office, all your needs are going to be met, Richard. You're going to have to worry about how many times we heard that in this nation. Yeah, just get him in office. All your somebody's still going to be unhappy, regardless of who win or lose. Somebody's going to be unhappy, and then they're going to talk crap about it for the next four years, and the other four years if they get reelected. So, put your faith in God. Jesus said, "Have faith in God. God's not going to ever let you down." The scriptures say He's better than a brother. He sticks to you. More, he's the type of friend that sticks to you closer than a brother. And that's who he is. Scriptures say he'll never leave us nor forsake us. In all things, we're more than conquerors through him who strengthens us. Well, God says, I want to be the all along. Unless the wrong party wins the election and then God's <laughs> out of the window. He's, God's out of the window. God says, man, those darn Democrats won again. I'm not doing anything not in, for two more years. Yeah. Or darn, those Republicans won again. I'm not going to do anything for two more years. Yeah, we're going to lay down now. And heaven, <laughs> shut heaven down. Heaven shut down for a while. Uh, my will will get done. No, we have to still trust in the Lord. And that's what I learned, you know, since I've been saved. I've been learning to trust in the Lord more and more. And that's what God wants. Well, it me. is easy to trust in the government. It's easy to trust in other stuff. It's, it's easy to trust in your parents. It's easy to trust in your husband or wife to fulfill you or to take care of you or whatever. It's easy to trust other people and other things. It's just easy to do. And we've got to constantly have our mind renewed to the idea that we need to be focused on the Lord focus on God, that we're to look to him to be the author and perfecter of our faith, not somebody else, not somebody else to take care of us, but that all things are possible through him, not through and, the And that's going to take time with you spending time with God in his word. I always tell people God's word is seed, is seed from heaven. And once that seed is planted in the good ground of your heart, your spirit, and you start meditating on it, meaning spending time with God, talking to him, thinking about what he said in his word, that seed is going to grow. It's going to grow up. It's going to start speaking to you. And it's going to grow up into an image of your redemption. You're going to find out, wow, I've been hoodwinked all these years. This is who I really am. I was birthed out of eternity into the now for a purpose. And it wasn't, right, to, compl it wasn't to complain the whole time. <laughs> Here, Richard, it wasn't to have life and less abundantly. That ain't what he said. Jesus, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. It wasn't, it wasn't to complain about the system. It wasn't so you could have depression. And right? No, it wasn't for that. A lot of people think that's why they were born. You can have fear and it more abundantly. No, you can have whatever you want if you can believe, according to the word of God. If thou can believe, all things are possible. So what's possible is back on me. I can have happiness. Yeah, if you believe that. Well, God wants to give us joy. You know, we had, we did a series of shows earlier about some of those things. God actually wants his people to have joy. I know there are a lot of Christians that don't believe that. They're listening to this right now going, no, God doesn't want me to be joyful. He wants me to be sad because if he wanted me to have joy, this would never have happened. But God wants his people to have joy. Joy, joy, joy. Okay, well, I'm going to read this last one before we go, and we'll pick it up next time. It says, in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's good news. And that's going to end it for this segment of Faith on Fire. Join us tomorrow. We'll be back. And just remember, keep walking by faith.
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.